Hey, my beautiful sister, I'm going to give you some tough love today and some reminders as we get into the new year and as you are probably being just inundated with messaging about New Year's resolutions, goal setting, all the things, and you may be feeling some of those pressures around really starting this new year strong, and I know you probably want to do that, but I also know that there's there might be some mixed emotions there, and so I want to give you some just quick reminders today to keep in, in your heart as you approach this upcoming year and close out this last year. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. And it's that time of the year again, the last day of 2022, where we are now probably scrambling or feeling pressure to create all those New Year's resolutions that are going to help improve our lives in the next year. And, you know, maybe you're, you're feeling some of those pressures to set goals or or hearing other people set goals to involve losing weight, cutting out sugar or sweets, uh, saving money, paying down debt, saving, spending more time doing the things that you love, getting more fit, improving our fitness score on the PT test if you're in the military, or other goals that may be really good goals that are going to help improve our overall quality of life. But how often are we hearing the new year, new me, new year, new you mentality? And I think there is this pressure right now that many of us are probably feeling to start off strong, to start off right, to do more, to throw yourself into all your new habits right away as you get into the new year. God bless you, little buddy. To invest in certain things to start off on the right foot. You know, if you're really serious about your transformation in the new year, you'll you'll commit to all these things. You'll do all these things. You know, it's like you have to get on track right away. And if you don't start January 1st, you're going to be doomed right from the start, right? You're already falling off the train or you're missing out on the train to begin with, right? And how many of us are feeling that right now? And maybe we really do want to jump in. Maybe we've already dove headfirst into kind of strategic planning mode and all the things we want to accomplish this year, all the things we want to set goals in, all the things we want to change, how we want to grow. Maybe it's your health and fitness, your body weight, your relationships, your environment, your work or your business goals, your personal life. Maybe there's things that have felt heavy for you in this past year that you really want to change. And I think we all do want to start off and kick off this new year strong in our goals and resolutions or probably at the same time, though, feeling maybe some of that underlying anxiety to hit the ground running at a very fast pace. But maybe we don't quite feel ready for that. Maybe we're still feeling a little bit drained or depleted or like kind of blah from this past holiday season which was really busy and may no matter how beautiful it was or stressful it was it probably took a lot out of you and it's intense and that's okay and oftentimes we need some time to recover from that first before we move into any of the resets we might be doing or or these new goals and habits that we want to start off strong and so I'm sure everyone from everywhere is throwing their stuff at you like you need to do this now But I want you to be able to have a little bit different perspective as you look at those things and to be encouraged that you can take the time and space to pause, to reflect on this year before you jump right into new goals and resolutions. And I don't want you to feel pressure to set ones that aren't aligned just because out of obligation or feeling like you should or because that's what everyone else is doing and those kinds of pressures. I want this to really be 
something that you feel empowered in and that you feel grounded in first. So if you haven't already gone and listened to my last episode um, or two, depending on what is going to resonate most with you, I have one that talks about if you're feeling a little bit depleted after this Christmas holiday, then how you can feel more grounded going into the new year. That's the first one. And then the second one that I published recently is ways that you can measure progress in fitness beyond the number on the scale, because I think it's so easy for us to feel like we have to set that as our goal or to, to feel like that's one of the main metrics of progress or postpartum. But there's so many more beyond that that I think are even more important. And so I give you 20 ideas there. So go ahead and listen to those too. But this one's going to be just a little bit more encouragement for you from the perspective of what do we do with all this pressure as we enter the new year. So let's go ahead and dive right in. I'm gonna first start by saying I think much of this messaging about the new year, new you mentality is very toxic. And I think this is something that we see a lot of marketing that is really preying upon our insecurities. And seriously, everyone from everywhere is really throwing their stuff at us and inundating us with things and saying, okay, you really need to do this now. Um, you know, giving, giving us these deadlines. And it's like, well, actually, no, you really should have done this yesterday. Everyone wants to make sure their thing is on your radar and saying like, okay, this is the fastest way to your goals. This is the quick fix for all your problems. This is, you know, promises of instant gratification. And this is the silver bullet to solve your problems. And so we you're probably seeing a lot of those end of the year or new year sales happening. And I think there's this toxic undertone about the new year, new you mindset of, okay, you're not good enough. You're inherently flawed. You need replacing. You are faulty. You are broken. And yes, we exist in a fallen world, but we were made good for good. God made us good and for a purpose. And we're infinitely loved beyond all measure. Yet we measure all of, you know, our, our lovability and our worth in so many things beyond the God-given worth that we were born with, that we were conceived with. And you don't have to throw yourself away like an old piece of trash as you enter the new year. And I think that's what oftentimes this new year, new you mentality really makes us feel like we have to do. And so this striving for new you, it's like we feel like we have to take this eraser to a page of notes and try to wipe the page clean. And I think many of us want, we crave a fresh start. That's a natural human thing. It's a good thing. But we we don't need to cover up all the things that are already there. We don't need to, you are not broken, you're not faulty, and you are not inherently flawed and in need of replacing. And so we're going to always find those things about ourselves right in our lives that we want to change, and that's part of being a human. And yes, we are always called to grow on this journey towards heaven. But I think what's important also is that we really do take the time to get to know the old you as well instead of feeling like the old you is just wrong and there's something wrong with you and we have to we have to start new and and build you from the ground up i think there's so much that we can learn from both our successes but also our failures and making friends with failure helps us to become who we are created to be if we're not willing to look at those to face them to reflect with compassion and, and curiosity on those tough moments or the ways that we may have fallen short then we also are going to be missing the the treasure trove that is like buried within the shipwreck, you know, of, of those things that we might have failed in throughout the year. And God wants to bring good through it all. He promises to do so if we allow him. And he really refines us by fire sometimes. And so those struggles, those times that we might have been tested or stretched, those times of suffering even throughout this past year, how might they have been a gift? How might they be, you know, something God wants to use for good now? Yes, my little love you see a duck (laughs) and how might they have shaped you there's so many opportunities for repentance and renewal of our hearts and turning our hearts back to christ and truly being sorry for our sins as well that comes with reflection and that's where we can let in his mercy and his grace that he wants to give us to make us new 
in Christ. And we don't have to wait for a new year to do that. And another thing you're not going to see in the self-help industry is anybody reminding you that Jesus Christ is the true, true one who's going to transform us. His grace is the true change agent. We cannot transform ourselves on our own. And any transformation that does happen by virtue of our own merit, our own strength, our own whatever it is, is not going to be truly lasting. It's going to be very temporary and it's not going to be the fruit that lasts. And so if we want fruit that lasts in our lives and deep transformation, then we have to keep Christ at the center of all of it. And I think for many of us, the disappointments maybe in where we are in December or the weight of our failures or our shortcomings, that is almost like the the previously promised resolutions that we set in the previous year or maybe those places that we were not able to achieve the goals that we set out to. And so this end of the year can feel like a mix of emotions and can also feel disheartening in addition to feeling like this hopeful excitement and anticipation of new beginnings. It can be anxiety inducing in that way, but I think it's also easy to to set really unrealistic expectations of ourselves and almost bite off more than we can chew um, in the pace that we set out for our towards our goals in this new year. And I think part of us does want to believe that when the clock strikes 12 on you know January 1st, as we enter January 1st, our life is like this clean slate and our, our disappointments, our trials or tribulations, our bad habits or failures, whatever it may be, is like locked away in this last year. Like we don't have to see it again, you know. And yes, we are bombarded with advertising images, TV shows, blog posts, emails, so much probably on social media that is telling us we need to change, that now's the time, that now's the only time you can make a change and it must be enormous. And if you don't succeed, then you are a failure. If you don't set out to do these things, then you are a failure even. And how much of that sounds helpful, you know? And so let's, let's just release some of the things that are toxic about this and keep the things that are going to serve us well and just make sure we're not, not losing sight of what God wants us to focus on here. Filter it through God's eyes as well. And so many of those narratives around New Year's resolutions are basically saying, yeah, you're not good enough. You're not trying hard enough. So when we are ready to make those changes, I want it to be from a place of knowing that our inherent worth does not depend on meeting those goals or setting those goals or changing who we are. That doesn't make us more worthy. Whether we achieve those things or not doesn't make us, doesn't change our worth. And what we're also going to see a lot out there, especially in the fitness, health and fitness space and the pre and postnatal fitness space, this is huge. It's like, I accomplished this. You can too. Like, look at my body and you can have this body too. That kind of messaging. But that I think is oftentimes what we see. And that's not true credentials. Those are not the the voices that you're going to want to trust, especially in your pregnancy and postpartum journey when your body is really changing and is, is very vulnerable. So we want the information we're listening to, the education that we're receiving to be based on true evidence-based guidance, grounded in research and grounded in the latest breakthroughs in the women's health and fitness field, not based on people's experiences or just because I can means you should and can as well. And then the other thing that I really want you to be aware of is the messaging that is preying upon your insecurities and your the, the tendency to fall into scarcity mindset. And so when you see, you know, get this special offer before it's gone, only for a limited time, like the false urgency of deadlines in marketing with really big sales and discounts to pressure you into making decisions from a place of fear or anxiety or scarcity or inadequacy, I want you to just be very, very discerning. And oftentimes it's really easy for us to almost be guilted and shamed into, you know, starting something new or setting certain New Year's resolutions or buying certain programs or starting certain diets or whatever it may be. But it's out of this place of of either guilt, shame, inadequacy, um, obligation or shoulds, right? And 
that is not that is not the most empowered place to make decisions from and I've fallen into this so so much personally in both my small business journey as an entrepreneur as well as in my motherhood and I think I just really want you to be very mindful of that and to give yourself the space to pause and to know that you can be resourceful this is not the only time when you can maybe use that resource or maybe you might not quite be ready for it yet and if if that is really meant for you then you can trust that God's going to keep that door open or he's going to close it and I think when I've been giving myself the space and time to prayerfully make decisions instead of jumping into something because it looks like it's like the magic solution magic pill then that is it's just been really really helpful and I oftentimes am able to kind of see through the lies maybe from the enemy that that was putting in front of me and the other aspect of of the new year and this pressure that we might be feeling that I just want to remind you of is that the new year is not the only time that we can make changes in our life. You know, who says everything has to happen right in this minute, you know, and, and so do what you are ready for in terms of really reflecting on your goals. Cause I know you have those big dreams and, and meaningful, meaningful goals in your heart for, you know, every, every area of your life, probably for the impact that you're meant to make for, you know, the, the things you're meant to get done this year for who you want to be for your family and your marriage in so many other areas and I know you really want to accomplish all those things you set out to do and I'm with you you know whether it's in health and fitness whether it's in our job or our business or family life you know in in work-life balance any of those kinds of things but I want you to feel like you have permission and I'm reminding myself this too right here with you that you have permission to take it easy and to take it slow as you are reflecting on this past year as you're setting new goals as you're discerning what those should look like you don't have to have it all figured out just because we're about to get to the last, you know, finish up the last day of the year. We're about to get to January 1st. You don't have to have it all perfectly mapped out just because it's January 1st. And so if you needed to hear that, I know I needed to remind myself that yesterday and today because it's easy to, to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing out or I'm, you know, going to, it's like, it's a failure almost. Like, it, is it a failure in your eyes if you don't have all your goals perfectly planned out and your entire year planned out by tomorrow? I just want to take that pressure off of you, you know, if, if that's something you're holding on to. And so give yourself the ability and space to carve out the time over this next week or so to reflect on this past year, if you haven't done that yet, before you set new goals and resolutions. And I want you to be encouraged to do it in a way that keeps Christ at the center and allows God to help you discern what those goals and dreams should look like. So above all, this week, before you jump into doing more, before you jump into feeling like you have to go back to 100% or like up the ante in your fitness and your work and your normal routine or whatever healthy habits you want to you want to do, even if it's very well intentioned, before you go running straight into your to-do list tasks or your reset, whatever your kick butt goals are, pause, get grounded and centered again. Again, go back and listen to my episode to help you do that. That was um, published yesterday or the day before yesterday. And Pray and let God into all of your worries, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, your anxieties, your responsibilities, everything. Let him in and surrender it all to him. He's given us everything. He's given us every gift in our life, our whole family. He's given us every breath, you know, and and he also wants to allow us to be a vessel for his purpose in the world. And so are we giving it back to him and saying, God, what's mine is yours. You've given it all to me. Let me just give it back to you. And we're going to feel so much more at peace as we move into any of these goals and things like that when we're not trying to do it all from our own strength, but we're relying on Holy Spirit strength. And remember, God's grace, his strength 
strength he wants to give us is made perfect in our weakness. And so if we are feeling like we have to have it all planned out all on our own and figured out and it's all on our own timing that we have to make it happen and everything in our life we have to make happen all by ourselves, we're ignoring that God is sovereign over all and that he is truly, truly giving us everything that we need in the moment. And he's also going to be really working things in his timing and the things that he may have not Maybe it's success. Maybe it's whatever results we're hoping to see in our life. Maybe he hasn't blessed us with it yet because he knows we're not quite ready for it. And he sees way beyond what we see. And so if we keep our hands open to letting those blessings come, but also to not have that so tight, such a tight grip of control on all the things we want and we hope for in our life too, and what we're afraid of and all of those things, then then it's going to be so much easier to filter out also those, those voices of the enemy or those influences and pressures that are pulling you away from hearing God's voice that are distracting you from being open to hearing it. So that, you know, I really pray that you can have eyes to see, that you can have ears ears to listen and a heart that is softened to God's will in your life in this new year. And I think it does start with pausing and allowing yourself to be in his presence and to let him speak to you as well and to pause the doing, doing, doing and going, going, going so that we can allow him in. And then I also want you to think about when you're setting goals, our physical and mental health work together very closely. So let's make sure that they're in alignment before we pursue our physical health. Let's make sure our mental health is taken care of, our spiritual and emotional health are taken care of. And our health is very, very integrated. And this is always the approach that I want you to remember and to take. And so, you know, if you're postpartum, if you're pregnant, you're preparing for your postpartum journey, that's what I'm going to help you do through my postpartum program. But I want you to know that wherever you are in your journey, don't neglect your your mental and emotional health. And there are things that we can do as intentions or, or goals or habits or routines. I mean, there's so many things like that that we can focus on. Not the things that society tells us to focus on in this upcoming year, but those can be even healthier for you um, as you make different resolutions and intentions. So give yourself that space and time to first reflect and process this year. Look at those lessons learned. Have you taken time to look at the lessons learned from this last year? Have you looked at your victories, your accomplishments, and celebrated, like actually taken the the pause to celebrate your wins, the growth that you've gained over this past year? Are you know what you're grateful for? Looked at how God has really been faithful to you and leading you through it. And how many of us accomplish these amazing things and don't even take the time to really celebrate it? We just jump to the next thing. We feel like it's not even good enough to like once we let's just say quote-unquote arrive at this next place we're like okay what's next you know we, we really don't take the time to celebrate so I want you to to be encouraged to do that again above all I really want you to make sure that you are setting your goals and making resolutions from a place of resting in your God-given worth and knowing that your identity is rooted in Christ first rather than feeling like you have to pursue and meet those goals to finally be enough to finally be good enough or to be doing enough also want to give you these reminders to take it slow, the permission to take it slow. You can give yourself that permission. You can take your time entering the new year and processing this past year. And January 1st is another day. It can be just that. And similarly, God's mercies are new each morning. We do not have to wait until the new year. We don't have to also be rushed or pressured into setting goals before we are grounded first. So ease back in. Give yourself grace as you adjust from Christmas and find your footing again. And I give you 10 tips to do that in that episode that I recently published on it. But so many of us don't really realize that so little of what we believe and to include, you know, these these things that we feel obligated to do at certain times of the year, 
we don't even realize how much of it, it, how little of it is actually based on our own choices and our own decisions and our own discernment. We just feel like we have to do it and we do it out of obligation or shoulds or pressure or whatever expectations. And I really want you to just be encouraged that, you know, you have the, the ability to choose. And even, even if it is something that's a duty for you, let's just say it's taking care of your family or, you know, your job and things like that, that really are duties, let's just say, um, that, that God has called you to in this season of your life, at least, uh, and that's part of your purpose, we still have a choice in how we approach it. We still can, we can approach it from a place of being a victim to our circumstances, or we can approach it from a place of, I'm choosing how I show up to this. I'm choosing who I am in the midst of these circumstances and how I think about them and how I, um, you know, one of the amazing, amazing fuels for action, actually, one of the best fuels for action. And this is one of the things I'm going to reveal to you guys in, in a beautiful process that I'm going to walk you through in my goal setting workshop that's coming up on January 8th. So if you haven't signed up yet, join us. I'm going to show you that emotions are actually the real fuel for action and how we can shape our emotions or we don't have to allow our emotions to just be dictated by our circumstances. And so I'm going to show you what that looks like and a very simple process that you can apply in any area of your life with any goals or really in in any relationship too. It's amazing and it's just so, so freeing when we realize we don't have to be a victim in so many ways. Um, so I really want you to be willing to question this sort of deep societal programming of you know, the, the sort of toxic messages around the new year, new you, new year's resolutions, and let go of what doesn't serve you. Make sure it's filtered through God's word and his truth. You get to set your own pace. You get to choose. You are not behind. If you don't set goals or have everything figured out as you enter January 1st, you are not failing. You are not missing out. It is not defeat. If you decide that you need to take some more time or you want to take more time reflecting and discerning those goals and intentions and resolutions that you want to set. And I absolutely encourage you to actually take that time. And that's why I scheduled my workshop for January 8th and not for, you know, this week, (laughs) Um, January 1st or January or December 31st, or I wanted you to be able to take the time to process. And so take your time reflecting more. You can view it as another day. You don't have to let it mean something about you as a person. Um, You don't have to compare yourself to what other people are doing or feel like you have to keep up with the goals that everyone else is setting. You also don't have to subscribe to those messages you're hearing if they don't sit well with you. You don't have to set goals that are not aligned and you also don't have to just muscle through things because you feel pressure to or like you should. You're allowed to take breaks. You're allowed to regulate and return to something, even something that's good, even something that's worth doing, even something that's, that's, you know, challenges you to grow and to, to be better, you know? And so after all of that, I really want to just invite you to join me in my upcoming goal setting workshop. This is going to allow you to set more aligned goals in a space that's as safe and supportive as you're, you're likely to find. And I really encourage you to take this time to reflect on your year first, to become more grounded in your identity and worth in Christ first. And then we will together set God-centered goals and intentions so that you can approach this year feeling lighter, so you can feel excited and motivated and hopeful. And I also am going to show you how to set sustainable goals and give you the real fuel for action. So no matter what your circumstances look like, no matter how crazy your life is, whatever the season of life looks like for you, no matter how hard it, it tends to be to be consistent, maybe because of you're in a difficult season of motherhood, you're in a very demanding season like pregnancy or postpartum, or maybe you're like moving multiple times or in a military move, you know, like, like we just were. And you're like, how can I be consistent in, in all of those circumstances or, or maybe with a demanding job? You don't have to 
to give up on yourself. You don't have to start off on a super strong note and then fizzle out after like a few weeks like most people do after the New Year's resolution. We all know like the gym is packed in the beginning of the new year and then all of a sudden it's like you get to February or March and not even half of, of those people are still in the gym, right? So we don't have to we don't have to have that happen. But we don't have to have those few weeks of ambitious but frenzied activity where we feel all these promises of 2023 but then reality kicks in. And so let's let's do this together. Let's do this differently. Let's do this with Christ at the center, my friend. You don't have to let that be your story. And I love you and I believe in you and I hope that this gave you permission to look at it a little bit differently. I hope this lightens your load that you might be carrying as you go into the new year. And I want you to just be able to release those those things that are no longer serving you and those those things that are really shifting your focus away from heaven that are shifting your focus away from what's most important that are distracting you from your call and also distracting you from remembering the goodness the inherent goodness and worth that you have in Christ that's above all what I really want you to know all right keep fighting the good fight and keep running this race faithfully and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ let him lead you And I look forward to seeing you there at the workshop on January 8th. We are going to dig deep. And if you aren't able to make it live, don't worry. If you register, you will get the recording. But I really encourage you to show up live because we're going to work through some things. And you'll be able to get some live coaching on some of those things that might be holding you back. Those mental roadblocks as well as any circumstances that feel difficult to navigate for you as you are pursuing your goals. Whether it's in motherhood, work life, or your fitness, anything like that. So I'm here for you and I can't wait to see you soon. I'll be lifting you up, my friend, and praying for you as we enter this new year. So happy new year and I'll talk to you again soon.